It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's Plan with Dan. Well, this is the Plan with Dan podcast. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Dan Betzel in the studio with me today. He's the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you in the greater Columbus area with an office in Gehenna, right near the airport. Find him online at BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Now, Dan, I understand that you have almost two decades of experience in financial planning. So we're not going to say that you are a seasoned veteran that makes you sound old. Instead, we're going to say you have a lot of wisdom to impart (laughs) upon us today. Well, you know, a lot of the wisdom, you know, actually, I I learned from uh, meeting with my clients and listening to them. And yeah, I have I have two decades of financial planning. And before that, another two decades of uh, legal, you know, estate and tax planning. So I've had the privilege of of learning from lots of clients. And I, I know they've learned from me as well. Well, what do you think one of the key lessons would be that you've learned from your clients through the years? Yeah, you know, actually, it hit me. I was at a luncheon, a businessman luncheon a few months ago, you know, Cheryl Cookies. I'm not sure if you you have those where you are down there in the South, but, you know, she's the founder of Cheryl Cookies, which uh, I think is a, an international or global cookie company. And she was talking about assets that her business has that are not on the balance sheet. And by that, she meant that the reason, you know, she's in business and the reason that, you know, she spends all of her energy working on this business isn't for money. You know, it's for all of the things that money can be used as a tool to create. And I thought that was really fascinating. And I've heard that from so many of my clients that are retired. They come and and we're doing our annual review or we're, you know, we're making slight adjustments, you know, to their portfolio management in order to take into account some of their some of their new goals. And I hear time and time again that they're so happy that they took the time to plan when they were younger. Because they focused on planning and money when they were younger, they didn't need to focus on it during retirement. And actually, one man, he worded it this way. He said, money is really overrated. It's nothing more than a tool you know, that allows us to have the life that we want to have. It's almost like you could say money is not the end goal. It's the vehicle to get you to your end goal. Absolutely. So, you know, because they planned, they now have the the freedom, you know, to actually implement all the retirement goals and all the retirement, you know, dreams that they had for themselves. And it's it's really wonderful when people come back and they and they share with you on that level. I I really, really appreciate it. And uh, you know, something else they talk about, they say comfort is overrated. What do you think when you hear that, Mark? When you say comfort is overrated, <laughs> I think of the uh, honestly, honest to goodness. I think of the comedian that says, "Well, they say money can't buy happiness, but nobody ever looked unhappy riding a jet ski." <laughs> I like that. But what my clients share with me is that you know, yeah, sure, it's really nice to take that very nice you know cruise with the balcony you know off of your uh, stateroom. But some of the really meaningful experiences they've had. Maybe when they go on a, a tour to a third world country where they're actually volunteering. And I've had people share with me, yeah, we, we went to this um, village in Africa and we worked on you know, digging a well. And it was like the, one of the most amazing life-changing experiences of my life. You know, we slept in a hut. You know, it was beautiful. It was exotic. The people were amazing. I worked so hard. I never thought I could work this hard, you know, <laughs> in retirement. But when we were done, you know, the village now had clean and sustainable water. And the women of the village didn't have to walk literally two miles a day, you know, to bring, you know, good water back to the village. 
And so that, that, that's what they meant by comfort is overrated, that because they had planned, you know, because they were able to use their money in a way to create really, really meaningful experiences, not just for them, but also for their families. Well, and I think I'll piggyback on that too, Dan, and talk a little bit about my own experience, just a little bit. Uh-huh. My, my father turned 73 this month. And wow. this past yeah. winter, we went out to Montana for this ski trip, stayed in a gorgeous cabin, skied all week, hung out in the hot tub, us kids. And all week, my dad, who has encountered some health trouble as he's gotten older, chilled out in his chair. At the time, it was March Madness, so he's watching basketball on TV and watched the snow fall out the window. And mm-hmm. my brothers and I thought, man, that's, you know, it's a bummer that he's going through these health issues and he can't get out and ski with us and have a good time. And my dad said, what do you mean? I'm having a blast. You know, he was happy as a bug right <laughs> there in that chair. Yeah. And at one point he said, you know, I may not can get outside and do all the activities and whatnot, but I'm happy. And that doesn't come from comfort in his case, I think. Yeah, that's really, that's a beautiful story. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm privileged to hear these stories and, you know, each one is just really, really fascinating to hear. And they all have something in common, you know, no matter what the experiences are, like my story and the story about your dad are very different. But the story, what they have in common is that, you know, no one's complaining. They're not looking at their circumstances in a negative way. That's right. But they're taking what they have and, and they're making it meaningful and they're soaking out every every last uh, you know ounce of it. And yeah, you know, it takes money to go to Montana and to stay in a beautiful ski resort. But that money is not what was making your dad comfortable or was what making your dad, you know, happy. That's right. It was coming from something much deeper. Than well, that. it takes money to fund trips realistically right. to Africa exactly. or to serve. Exactly. But exactly. that's not the point. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and Dan, I would like for you to share a little bit, if you could. I think one thing that, as my dad's gotten older, he's taught us younger folks about is taking care of ourselves now. Have you seen that at all in your practice with some of the folks you work with? Yeah, you know, and I think it manifests itself in different ways, depending on, you know, the age, you know, you are and where you are with your family. But, you know, I I often tell people, you know, when they're trying to decide, you know, how much do I put in for retirement? You know, how much do I help my kids? You know, should I give my kids the money they need for the down payment on the house? You know, and there are all these competing interests that you have. And I often tell people, you know, if you fly, you know, and you're flying and and you're getting ready to take off and the flight attendants are giving you all the safety information and they're saying, you know, in in the unlikely event of a sudden decompression, you know, in the cabin and these oxygen masks come down and you're traveling with, you know, with a child, what should you do? Do you know what they say? Do you ever listen to that? They say to put your own mask on first, right? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because if you have to make sure that you are able to breathe and you're healthy so you can help not only your your child but anybody else around you. Now if you put your child's on first, you may or may not be able to get yours on. And then you're not going to be able to be there to be you know the person offering guidance and help, you know, to your children and to others around you. And and it's the same way, you know, when you get into retirement, you got to take care of yourself. I have clients time and time again that tell me, you know, they're so happy that they've gone to this meditation class or they're taking yoga or they're taking time, you know, to maybe take that art class or that read that book they've always wanted to read and they're refueling themselves. And, you know, every client I talk to that's having this amazing, vibrant, powerful, meaningful retirement has found ways to nourish themselves physically, you know, spiritually, socially. And again, they're able to do this because, you know, they're not focusing on the money. 
they've done the planning and now it's time that they can continue to take care of themselves. And I find that very inspiring. Yes, I think that's a great thought, Dan, especially that idea of taking care of yourself before taking care of others. It's not that you're trying to hurt the folks around you. You just have to, in order to take care of those around you, you have to take care of yourself first. Actually, I I was doing some training um, as a hospice volunteer, and the man who was doing the training was telling us, you know, uh, basically giving us some really good guidance. And, you know, what do you do when you walk into the room and you know you know, this, this family is, they're suffering because someone that they love, you know, is in hospice and in the last stages of life. And he gave a very good image. He said, your job is not to jump into the quicksand with them emotionally, but it's to stand on the side, you know, and to kind of throw them a rope. And I thought that was a very powerful image about making sure that, you know, you're on firm ground and taking care of yourself because only then are you going to have the strength and the ability and the wherewithal to help other people. That's right. And that does raise another point, Dan. It's a it's a sad point, but I think it's something that's important to acknowledge is that, as they say, we're not getting out of this life alive, right? Yeah. So I think that's uh, a really great point. And I've actually had clients who have said that to me when I'm like, wow, you know, that I can't imagine all that you're doing. And, you know, that must be tiring. And they go, no, it's not tiring. Their goal isn't to arrive safely and well preserved in you know in in a great well preserved body you know at the grave you know but their their goal is to like use up every last little ounce you know of of emotional and psychological and spiritual and physical you know energy and strength that they have and i think that's very inspiring and you know age is just it really is just a number in your head i have clients in their 70s that are you know running marathons And they all share these common traits, you know, they don't complain, they don't have any room for um, negativity. And then there's this whole emotional or spiritual part, you know, where they're, they're making sure that they've, they don't wait for an apology, but they're reaching out to their friends and family members. And and, and their goal is, you know, to have no regrets, you know, as they move into the, you know, into the last uh, phase of their life. And they're doing it with, with grace and with dignity, with power and with strength and with confidence. And it's not about the money. But as we've said several times already, by planning and doing all the things correctly when they're in their younger years, they now have the ability, the platform, the space to do these other things. Yes, that's right. And Dan, if you know, if I'm listening right now and this has struck a chord with me, what does it look like to come to you and kind of start that planning process and to learn to put money in its proper place, have the right perspective? Yeah, it's you know, it's all about taking the time to think not only consciously but thoughtfully about the role that money is playing currently in in your life, where you are right now, having a really honest talk about, you know, where am I now? You know, how much money have I saved? What are my retirement age goals? What kind of debt do I have? And then to vision where you want to be. So I think the first step is getting really clear about where you are now. Sometimes that's, I don't want to say a bitter pill, but sometimes it's really hard to, well, I haven't saved quite enough, or maybe I'm not saving in the right vehicles, and maybe I uh, need some debt I need to liquidate, or I need some cash that I I need to build up before I retire. So figuring out where you are today, and then getting really clear where you want to be and when you want to get there, and then together developing a step-by-step plan that's going to get you from where you are today to where you want to be so that you don't have to focus on money once you get there. That's a great point, Dan. And you've actually developed a toolkit to kind of get people started down this path, right? 
Yeah, I do. I have a, it's called Rescue Your Retirement Toolkit. There are seven, I think, very practical lessons that everyone, no matter of age, no matter where you are on the journey toward retirement, toward, you know, financial peace of mind, I think you can get something out of it. It's a very easy read. I've been told that you you can read it in one evening and it's it hopefully has some humor in it as well and some good stories. So if you're interested in getting my, you know, rescue your retirement toolkit, you can either call the office, you can email me, or you can go to my website, BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. And on the homepage, you're going to see a, a link that will take you there. You fill out the information and we'll get the rescue your retirement toolkit out to you within uh, the next business day. So like Dan said, there are two great ways to take advantage of this retirement rescue toolkit. This is, again, just a great way to get you thinking a little bit about your financial life and how to get a plan in place that will help you, as we've established on the podcast, not to become richer, but to achieve your goals in retirement. This is the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, and there are two ways to get it. One, you can simply go online on the internet. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com, BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Betzel is spelled B-E-T-Z-E-L, BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. And on that homepage, you won't be able to miss it. Big link to get your retirement rescue toolkit. Or if you're not a big fan of the internet, don't have a computer in your home, you can call. Just pick up the phone, call 614-472-4510. That's 614-472-4510. Call that number and they'll get back to you. Somebody in the office will get back to you and you too can get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Well, Dan, as always, we'd like to thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks a lot, Mark. It really will make you richer, but it'll be those those assets that are not on your balance sheet. That's right. That's right. It's all about achieving a meaningful life in your goals in retirement. This has been the Plan with Dan podcast. We'll do it all again next time. Thank you for joining us, Dan. This is Plan with Me. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.